One man's trash is another man's treasure. It's Monday, so you know what that means. Let's go dumpster diving. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weisslicker. Be true to thine self. Embrace your addiction. And as always, baby, earn your chip. It is Monday, May 23rd, and this is the Dynasty Trade Talk episode. Man, it's been a week already. Really didn't do any trades of my own, so we are just going to dive right in to, you know, these trades that other people have been making. Because I scoured the internet, and by scoured, I mean, you know, prep for like five minutes before I got on air to give you guys some of the trades that have been made across the internet this week. Now, when we do our trades, we look at them as if they're a 12-team super flex, full PPR, full-point PPR. That's how we look at the things, unless specified otherwise. If they specify otherwise, we'll go by those particular parameters. If not, 12-team, super flex, full PPR. That's what we're looking at. That's the type of leagues I play in. Now, one caveat we got to say about this. Just because somebody offers you a trade doesn't mean that you guys have to completely go through with the trade. If the trade does not make sense for you, or it's not good for your team, it's okay to walk away. You guys don't have to keep talking and keep talking and keep talking until you come up with a with a, with a deal, with an offer, with a deal. You don't have to make a deal. This is not it's not a fucking game show. It's not it's not life or fucking death. You're good. You can walk away. You say nah, I'm good on the trade right now. You can say no. It's it's fine. These used car salesman ass motherfuckers always trying to come out here trying to sell you a limit. Let it go. Learn to walk away. You can go on the light. You can go on the lot. You can look at a car and you can get your ass off the lot without actually buying it. It's okay. Now, first trade up that we have, man. Uh, this is a guy who just got his first ever share. Patrick Mahone's. Um, so this is a 12 team super flex. He did specify and he says that his other quarterback is, you know, Justin Herbert. So he feels like he's still in a rebuild, but he made this trade to get Patrick Mahomes and this is what he gave up. So he gave up Kirk Cousins, Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddle. Zach Ertz, Davis Mills, and a 2025 third-round pick to acquire Patrick Mahomes and Abram Smith. For those who don't know who Abram Smith is, Abram Smith is an undrafted running back that was signed to the New Orleans Saints. Now, will Abram Smith even make it through training camp? Nobody knows. 
undrafted rookie running back. I think he was out of, uh, don't get me to line up or whatever this kid played football. <laughs> um, hold on, man. I got to check out where he uh, went to school, man. I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, Baylor. I wanted to say Baylor, but I didn't want to say Baylor to be wrong. <laughs> it was something like that. Uh, so, yeah, he came out of Baylor. He was the running back out of Baylor. You know. So this is essentially you're trading away all of this stuff for Patrick Mahomes. And, and people say, man, you know, of course I'm trading away all that stuff for Patrick Mahomes. I'm in mid-rebuild. I believe that if you're in a rebuild, you don't trade away all of those assets to get one player. You're in the rebuild. I understand Patrick Mahomes, the 10-year theory. Everybody talk about the 10-year theory. You can have him for 10 years. I don't fucking care. I'm not, you're not competing right now. And you gave away a ton of assets that you could have used in smaller deals to improve your rebuilding team if you're in mid-rebuild. You have Justin Herbert. That's your base, your foundation. Yes, you're in a super flex league. But you have Kirk Cousins. You have Davis Mills. Davis Mills could be your quarterback for the next maybe two or three years. You might could have you you could have gotten rid of Kirk Cousins and got other pieces. You could have kept Jalen Waddle but got rid of Zach Ertz and um Keenan Allen in separate trades. The reason why I say keep Jalen Waddle because Jalen Waddle is what twenty two years old. You can hold on to wide receivers for a long period of time, you know, and they still be a little relevant. He's twenty three, so you you can still hold on to him, and he still be relevant for you during your rebuild. So let's say you're in the midst of this rebuild right now. You know, you got Patrick Mahomes. You didn't give up any picks, but what picks do you have? You gave up all these players that you could have traded away those players in smaller deals, got more picks, got younger players. You could have took Keenan Allen and traded him away for, you know, one of these younger wide receivers that are a lower tier than him. So you could have down tiered and also got a second or third or maybe a second and a third, you know, to go along with him. You could have traded Kirk Cousins away down tier at the quarterback position, add you another, add you a quarterback and maybe get another piece with it. There's other ways that you could have attacked this instead of trading five assets away for Patrick Mahomes in a rebuild. Yeah, you got two good quarterbacks around. Like, yes, in a super flex, that's what you want to have. You want to have two good quarterbacks, you know. But trading away all these assets make it a little, little, little difficult here. Um, but it would also depend on what the team looks like. You know, does he have other pieces that he could trade away? Does he have other pieces that he could keep? 
or pieces that are young that look pretty decent or maybe, you know, some shots in the dark. But I'd say when you're in rebuild, man, um, you want as many draft picks as you can get. You want as many draft picks as you can get because your team is horrible. You want to see if some guys are going to hit. Most people don't feel that way. They think you should. Once you have stockpiled those hit, those those picks, you trade them away for known commodities. Then you're right there with your rebuild. Your, your rebuild is complete. But it depends, again, on how destroyed the team is, man. If the team has nothing, has nothing available, and you know you're not, you know, competing here, then take your shots. Like in this draft, you know, when I was rebuilding a team, I traded away a lot of assets on the team to get not just picks for this year, but future picks for the 2023 class. But I wanted to get as many picks as I could get now because I drafted all of these guys in this 2022 class that if they hit, then we could keep trading them. We could trade them away or we can keep them because we know that they're good players. You know, the team was bare bones. So all of these guys... You know, people be like, well, why you got all these rookies on your team? Well, I walked into a team that was completely decimated, you know. What else do you expect somebody to do at that point, you know? Next trade up, we got, this guy said he got the Najee side. Think I might have lost this trade, but what do you guys think? He traded, uh... Saquon Barkley, Leonard Fournette, and a 2023 third-round pick, a way to get Najee Harris, and a 2023 second-round pick. I'm going to say you won that, man. You got Najee Harris. I don't even know why you're asking people about this. Like, this is, you know, the person may, you know, Leonard Fournette may ball out. Saquon Barkley may ball out. But I think you got – a guy in Najee Harris that we know for sure he's going to ball out because he is going to be the catalyst of that offense while they acclimate Kenny Pickett or uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Whichever one of those quarterbacks they're going to roll with, they're going to lean on Najee Harris a lot uh, as far as with receptions and as far as running the ball. And then a 2023 second-round pick, um, you upgrade it from the third-round pick, no matter how late the pick is, it's still better than what you gave away. Um, again, yes, we have two running backs that could potentially ball out this year, but, you know, Najee Harris, running back one here, and he's the best player in the deal. And then you got that 2023 second round pick. That was a good trade for you, man. I like it. Uh, we got a 12-team PPR. Super flex. This is a tight end premium. Elijah Moore, Devontae Smith, and A.J. Dillon were traded away to acquire Jalen Waddle, Darnell Mooney, Rashad White, 
in a 2023 second round pick. Best player out of the deal, we're going to say Jalen Waddle. Um, Darnell Mooney over Elijah Moore. I don't know if I'm going to say that, but, you know, we have to see what Elijah Moore is going to look like with the healthy Corey Davis, with Garrett Wilson coming on to the team as well. Darnell Mooney is, is set to be the the guy, you know. Yes, I would tell you A.J. Dillon over Rashad White, but Rashad White has an opportunity that maybe he could he could split carries with uh, Leonard Fournette. Maybe he could take some work away from Leonard Fournette if he's not fumbling the football um, like Ronald Jones did. And then a 2023 second. So, you know, taking the, the greater of the assets – uh, Jalen Waddle, Darnell Mooney, and a 2023 second, along with Rashad White. I think you take that package over the um, Elijah Moore, Devontae Smith, and A.J. Dillon package. And the voting on this one, this was a poll. It went that way. Um, most people said take Waddle in the, in, in the pick. You know, but if it was just AJ Dillon and Rashad White, and then of course, you know, I'm I'm going AJ Dillon on that one. I think AJ because he leads his team in those statistical categories, carries, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. He did that last season. I think he's gonna continue that. Up next here we got Lamar Jackson. Justin Fields in a 2022 second-round pick, which they're saying is the 105. Was traded away to acquire Drew Locke, Joe Burrow, and a 2022 second, which would be the 204. Now... The guy asked, did he make the wrong decision? You know, one owner said he wasn't coming back. That's why he never paid. This is the thing here, man. With this particular trade, I know people love Joe Burrow. But Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields in the first is is clearly the side that's winning here. Clearly, there's no way that you could justify Joe Burrow in a second rounder for those three pieces. Drew Locke, that man is battling for he's battling for the starting job against Geno Smith right now. So you don't even got a deadlock starter there. You got one starter, and that's Joe Burrow on that side. Versus giving up two starters in Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields and giving up the 105, which at this point could be Garrett Wilson, uh, could be Jameson Williams, 
Chris Olave. I mean, you can pretty much get any any wide receiver that you want outside of Drake London and Traylon Burks. Unless somebody picks Kenny Pickett early. You know, but the first four people that are usually going off the board are Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Drake London, Traylon Burks. Then you can go Garrett Wilson, you know what I'm saying, Chris Olave, Christian Watson, Sky Moore. People go all those all sorts of names. But Jameson Williams, you can go all sorts of names. It doesn't matter. That's still, you're giving up three pretty much locked and loaded starters for Joe Burrow. And at the 204, who, who's been getting at the 204? With Isaiah Spiller, uh, George Pickens, Jahan Dotson, something like that. I mean, yeah, you're getting, you're getting a good good piece there at the 204. But, man, you gave up a lot there just to get Joe Burrow. And I don't think I would do that, you know. I, that's too much for me. Same thing with this next one, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Noah Fent, and Jamison Williams was traded away to acquire George Pickens, Sam Howell, uh, Jerome Ford, a 2020 and three 2024 first round picks. I mean, obviously the team that's receiving all of the, the picks is on the rebuild side. Um, I wonder why there was no 2023 picks put into this deal here. I mean, giving away Lamar Jackson, Noah Fant, and Jamison Williams, who you would have just drafted away for George Pickens. Did George Pickens trade? Okay. George Pick is being included in this, but you gave away a starting quarterback for Sam Howell, who's not a starting quarterback. He's in, he's not in the conversation right now. That's Carson Wentz's job to lose. And honestly, I don't think Carson Wentz should have lost his job as the Colts quarterback. The Colts did not want to admit that they did not have – the requisite weapons for Carson Wentz to be successful. They trade and get Matt Ryan, and one of the first things they do is do what? Draft Alex Pierce. Like, we're going to draft Alec Pierce so he can be on the other side of um, Michael Pittman. We're going to draft Jahani Woods. Yeah, we're going to draft him, Jahani Woods, we're going to draft him so we can have somebody in the tight end room that can receive as well. They addressed the receiving core. They addressed the receiving game knowing that they just couldn't sit back and just keep relying on Jonathan Taylor. And Matt Ryan wants people to throw the ball to. Like He likes to throw the ball. Doesn't really care about what your running back back there is going to do. He likes to throw the ball, and he likes to have people that's going to throw the ball. Why they couldn't address this last season when Carson Wentz was on the roster is beyond me. But Sam Howell is not a—he's not starting. He's probably not going to win that job 
It's just not going to happen at this particular point. And you gave up Lamar Jackson for him. And then Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford is mate, is fourth on the depth chart, probably. I mean, you got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and then Dearness Johnson, who they like there in Cleveland. Jerome Ford is not climbing that depth chart over those guys. I, I don't care how good you think Jerome Ford is. He is not climbing the depth chart above Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Dearness Johnson. It's not happening. So you're giving away legitimate starters for, again, George Pickens, even though I like this guy, I thought he was the best receiver in this class, although he had some off-the-field issues and some injury concerns. I thought he was the best receiver in this class. He still has to make his way up the depth chart to beat out Chase Claypool, which I believe he will beat out Chase Claypool easily. I don't think it's going to be a problem. But Deontay Johnson is his main competition there. And Deontay Johnson is a, is, is superb at route running and getting open. Just got to work on his hands or holding on to the ball. You know, he got drops. He's got drops. But normally I'd say no player is worth three first-round picks, but we're talking 2024. We don't even know when that's going to pan out. I don't think I'm giving up those pieces at this particular point for three 2024 picks in George Pickens. Like, that's just, you're not looking to win. You're going to be, if you're in paid leagues, you're donating for the next two years. Unless unless your team is just amazing and you were, you could afford to give up Lamar Jackson and Jameson Williams. I don't know many people that could, but. You know, it is what it is. Who am I to say? I don't know what the whole team looks like, but in this particular situation, I know, again, I say that no player is worth three first-round picks, but you're going out mad far with those with those picks. You know, you're not rebuilding. Or even if you are rebuilding, why would you want to be out of the game for that long? I don't know. I don't know. It's just it. It's a double-edged sword. There, it's a double-edged sword for me on that one. I, I do believe that no player is worth three picks, but waiting for so long in order to return value is not smart. All right, this one here, man. Wide receivers get a one point seven five point PPR boost. Man. Wide receivers get that boost. So, they get that boost. The person traded away Nick Chubb, A.J. Brown, and a 2023 first-round pick to acquire Jonathan Taylor. Man, I mean... Do running backs get that same boost? And, and I don't understand. I don't understand why you trade away a wide receiver, especially a wide receiver that young and of that caliber. And A.J. Brown, you also give up a 2023 first-round pick and Nick Chubb for Jonathan Taylor. I mean, normally 
would I say normally would you do this? I still wouldn't do this. I think there's too many, too many, too many stud players, too many stud options, or the the, the ability to be studs. They've both Nick Chubb and AJ Brown have finished top twelve in their positions before, and then you have a 2023 first round pick that you're giving away. I think this is too much to give away here and just get Jonathan Taylor back. I understand Jonathan Taylor was the number one running back last season. But he was the number one running back by a half a point per week. Austin Eckler was right there. Austin Eckler would have tied him points if he would have played one more game. It just doesn't make any sense. If the player is not an absolute cheat code, there's no reason to do this. Yes, Jonathan Taylor was the number one running back last season. But he didn't have a season as productive as, you know, uh, Christian McCaffrey when he was at his peak. Alvin Kamara when he was at his peak. Saquon Barkley when he was at his peak. Even last season, if Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry was on a 17-game pace to score 27 and a half fantasy points per week. That's what the pace he was on, man. 27. When you take that into context and you think that Jonathan Taylor was at 22 and a half points, I believe it was, 22 points per week. Derrick Henry was on pace to just crush that. I understand the hype and how great it is to have Jonathan Taylor as your running back. But giving away Nick Chubb, A.J. Brown, and a 2023 first-round pick is not the best move. I would not have done that. And I hate when people say that, oh, the pick pick should be a mid-rounder. Why? How do you know it's going to be a mid-rounder? Your whole team could fall apart today. Your whole team could fall apart today. You got injuries all over the place and don't make the playoffs, and that end up being a 102 or 103. Be smarter about your trades. Stop. Please stop trying to predict what the trade is going to be, what what the pick is going to be. Stop doing that. Because when you make that trade and you give that person that, that stuff, you're making them better. You're, ma- you're making them better. And you're thinking that, oh, well, this is my pick and I'm, my team is going to be good. And then every other team around you is also getting better. And then something happens where you get that injury or something and your team goes to shit. Please, think about it 
before trading away first-round picks. Remember that with us, we only trade away first-round picks to for known commodities that have a clear path to finishing top 12 at their position. That's Those are the only times we give away first-round picks. Only times. And if we are giving away first-round picks, the very next thing that we are trying to do is give away any assets that we don't feel is needed to get second and third round picks. We want an abundance of them because we gave away our first round pick. So, think about those types of things, man. And hopefully, man, you're doing good with your trades. Like I said, I haven't done any this week. Now, I've been in trade talks with a couple people online as far as um in my leagues just trying to trade some people. But some of the, the stuff that's coming at me is not really good stuff. Uh, it doesn't make sense. I always say I'll trade pretty much anybody if the, if the deal makes sense for me. It makes my team better. And I haven't been getting a lot of trade offers that are that are making my team better. Um, somebody wanted to, you know, give me not really a bad trade. Deontay Johnson in a second round pick, 2023 second for Garrett Wilson and Isaiah Spiller. Not that bad of a trade, you know, but when you think about that, you just like, I draft, I, I have Garrett Wilson, I have, you know, Isaiah Spiller. Both those guys are 20 and 21, respectively. And or 21 and 20, respectively, excuse me. And when you think about that, you're like, I right, Deontay Johnson, he's pretty much in the same boat that Gary Wilson is in. Yes, Gary Wilson is a rookie, but they're pretty much in the same boat. You got some wide receiver competition with Deontay Johnson. It's George Pickens. It's uh, Chase Claypool. And then uh, and Pat Fryer move takes, you know, some targets away from – Deontay Johnson as well. Over on the the Jets, you got Corey Davis. Who else? You got Garrett Wilson. You've got Elijah Moore, Braxton Berrios. Those guys are taking 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 targets away from Garrett Wilson. And then the quarterback situation is not ideal with Zach Wilson versus Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett, whichever one. So when you're looking at those two guys, wouldn't you want to have the guy that's in dynasty leagues? You want to have the guy that's 21 versus the guy that's 25, you know? And then you picked Isaiah Spiller in the second round. You don't really want to give him away for a 2023 second round pick when this guy is going to be walking into 100 carries. I mean, and for those who say that he's not going to be walking into 100 carries, Justin Jackson is not on, is is not signed on the team. Josh Kelly did not play well. 
at all. Neither did Larry Roundtree. This is why they went and said, let's bring in Isaiah Spiller. Maybe he can do what we need him to do. And what they need him to do is run the football to take some pressure off of Austin Eckler. The backups combined for 140 carries last season, whilst Austin Eckler had 203, I believe it was, something like that. So they want another running back in there that's going to be effective. And Isaiah Spiller is that guy. So there was no reason for me to make that trade. I didn't think it was a good trade for me anyways. Um, I want to keep the young guys that I have. And if they hit, then you can come back and see me later and try to get them at a higher price. Because that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, baby, earn your chip. This has been Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm Antoine Westlicker, man. I appreciate you guys always listening to me. We'll be back with you later on tonight. Of course, we got Mock Draft Monday, man. So stay tuned for that. I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you on the next one. I'm out.